Hey everyone, welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast that discusses gaming news, stories, and highlights. My name is Luke and I'm your host, and this episode is number 52. It's going to be centered around predictions for E3 2019. Returning to the show this week is creator of Level Grind Entertainment, Adam Beagle. Thank you for coming back on the show, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me. Adam, for those of you who missed the last time you were on the podcast, I think you were, you were on like three or four episodes ago, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, what, what, you're, uh, yeah, what you do in, in terms of video games. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I am the uh, creator of Level Grind Entertainment, so it's just a, uh, a blog that, that I run, um, huge fan of video games, so kind of take uh, take what I know and love and write write some stuff down. Things have been a little slow lately on the blog, uh, just with some crazy stuff happening um, in real life, but uh, definitely have plans to get back in there and get some more content up, especially with E3 coming around. So, um, so yeah. Cool, yeah. No, I really appreciate you uh, coming back on the show. Uh, I've said it so many times on the podcast. I don't know a lot of people personally um, who have as much of an interest in video games as I do and you're, you're one of those people that keep up with what's going on in the industry and uh, across the board, not just with like a specific console and stuff like that. So I thought you're the perfect person to, to have on the show and talk about E3, one of the biggest moments uh, of the year for video games. So yeah, uh, I think it's going to be fun. So uh, yeah, this episode is going to be our E3 2019 predictions. So basically, Adam and I are going to give our predictions for all the major press conferences uh, that will be at E3 this year. So uh, basically, uh, the schedule for E3 is uh, Sunday, June 9th, we have Microsoft doing a press conference at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And then later uh, Sunday evening at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, Bethesda is holding a press conference. Um, There is also a Devolver digital press conference happening at 7 p.m. Pacific time, but we won't, well, we might talk a little bit about Devolver at the end of the show, but we won't be doing any formal predictions for uh, Devolver just because they're uh, a publisher for the most part. Um, maybe they develop games, but I, I'm pretty sure they mostly stick to publishing, so it'd be just be way impossible to predict what they could be showing there. Um, Monday, June 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific time is Ubisoft, and then Square Enix is uh, Monday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and then Tuesday morning, June 11th, is Nintendo at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So basically what we'll do, uh, starting with Microsoft, is we'll each give five predictions on what we think is going to be shown off at these press conferences. Um, There's not really any real restrictions. They can be as out there as we want them to be. I I think Adam and I both have some that are pretty safe bets, things that have already maybe even been confirmed. Um, It should also be noted that Adam and I both kind of made these predictions about a week or so ago. So some of them might have... longer. Yeah, exactly. So some (laughs) of them might... Uh, be debunked already or um, been confirmed, right? There's going to be some predictions I have that have already uh, been confirmed that they're going to be shown off at the show or whatever. So uh, just, yeah, to keep that in mind. Um, but there's definitely going to be a bunch out here that um, I think are, are creative. <laughs> um, so in addition to the five predictions that we'll have for each press conference, we're also going to have like one crazy out there prediction it's kind of like the it's never going to happen but I would lose my mind if it did kind of prediction Um, I I always think it's fun to kind of dream 
up uh, and, and think of like a crazy hype moment that you would lose your mind. I think every year going into E3, uh, I, I always have those like hopes and dreams of having those special announcements get made no, no matter how ridiculous they are. So I thought that would be fun too. I always chuckle because uh, anytime I think of something like that, I always I always hear it in my head. Uh, thank, thanks to Tim Gettys, I always hear the, the Gatorade get hype moment. Exactly. In yeah. My head. <laughs> yeah. No, it, and it's 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 true. Like there, it's it's really fun to kind of have, uh, like we all have our our favorite video game franchises or titles, and like it, it's it's so fun to kind of cross your fingers and hope for one thing, and then when that one thing does finally happen, like one of the most famous. Speaking of Tim Gettys, of kind of funny is the the Crash Bandicoot. Uh, <laughs> like remastered trilogy like that Mm -hmm. i remember that was one of the first uh videos i saw of him like having a flip out and yeah Yeah. it's those are the gator gatorade get hype moments that we all hope for (laughs) um so yeah that's basically what's gonna happen um and then yeah like i mentioned devolver digital is a hard one to predict for so we're probably uh, not going to do any predictions for that. Uh, the kind of funny game showcase is happening Monday night, I believe, June 10th. And again, yes. it's we can't make predictions for that. It's 60 games. I'm sure a lot of them are indie titles, but we can maybe have a talk about it. Uh, maybe talk about what we'd like to see at at their this one at E3 as opposed to the one they did back in December. Um, and then yeah, we can talk a little bit about EA. EA, I think even just. Was it today or yesterday? They actually released uh, their plans of what they're going to be showing on their EA Play mm-hmm. live stream or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Andrea and Greg are also hosting po- portions hosting, of yeah. that. Yeah, so that's kind yeah. of interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we can talk a little bit about Sony at the end. They're not going to have any E3 presence. They're not having a press conference, and they're also not attending the the show floor and have a booth set up to showcase um what they have going on um obviously big news out of sony today in time of this recording with the death stranding stuff so we can maybe kind of talk about sony at the end uh of the show and just kind of talk about why they're they're omitting themselves and how that could maybe benefit them or you know make it worse for them We'll, we'll we'll have a bit of a discussion around that so um yeah i think without further ado we can get started so let's jump in with microsoft um adam go ahead give me your first prediction on what you think is going to be shown at the microsoft press conference yeah so well let me first start off by saying that this was probably the easiest one to to write down predictions for yeah um i i could have maybe done 10 predictions for microsoft but Mm -hmm. Um, just because we know they're coming in, coming in hot with Sony not being around, um, and with them, I think they're having like a two-hour conference, something like that. So it's going to be lengthy. Mm-hmm. So we know there's going to be a lot to show. But uh, my first prediction for them is that they are going to, um, they're going to to fully announce their their answer to Google Stadia. So I think they're going to show their streaming service. Um, and I think they will, um, I, I think they'll start getting it involved or at least have a beta of some point this year. Okay. So like their X cloud streaming service, they're going to yes. kind of fully show that off, um, and have like a beta test later this year. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. I think they're going to be itching to, um, 
to, to answer the impressive um, showing that Google had. So, Yeah, I mean, like, with with them, they had, I think they announced xCloud, like, last fall, I want to say. And that was, I think it was in October? Yeah, and that was roughly around the same time when, I think just, a like, it, well, it would have been around Assassin's Creed Odyssey when Google was, mm-hmm. it wasn't called Stadia at that point, but it was their, their kind of, like, beta of getting people streaming um, through, uh, like, Google and stuff like that. And so, yeah, with with Google having done that big Stadia press conference and stuff like that, I think that's a pretty smart bet that Microsoft's going to have to come in and really show that off. With having announced it, like, now is the time that they, they show off those details, especially if Google, you know, has plans of also releasing further details of possible, um, like, releasing this out into the wild um later this year you know like they they definitely have to flush that out so yeah that's a safe bet for sure um anything else to add to that um no that was it just the uh just that it's that they're gonna show it and that they'll have the um have a at least a beta out by the end of the year cool awesome yeah all right so my prediction uh my first prediction is kind of similar it kind of i had i didn't make that the focus of this prediction. But my my first one is that I think Xbox is going to fully unveil their next generation console. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be, well, actually I shouldn't say fully unveil. Um, I've kind of been swayed a little bit over the last week because there's been some rumors that uh, they are going to announce something, but it's not going to be like a full-fledged reveal, here's the name of the console. But I think Xbox is going to show off whatever they have working. This is going to be a physical piece of hardware. Um, I think it's going. they're going to talk about the specs of this piece of hardware and what it's capable, capable of. Um, and also, I think they're going to tie in this announcement uh, with like the xCloud streaming service. Um, yeah, like I wasn't sure if like... It's, it's hard to say, like, I think xCloud, their streaming service is going to be like its own separate entity. And then they're also going to continue to push hardware. Um, yep. But I but I think they're going to really focus on this, this piece of hardware um, and what it's capable of. And then also briefly kind of touch into how it ties into xCloud and their, their streaming platform. So, yeah. I agree with you, and I agree so much that uh, that was actually one of my predictions as Perfect. well. <laughs> is that they would uh, they would unveil the new console? So um, didn't really have any sort of like modifiers or caveats to it. I just think that they're going to show it, um, you know. So I didn't really speculate on like a release date or anything, mm-hmm. but I think they will have. We'll we'll see the box. I don't think they'll get into a big like this is all the like I don't think they'll get too much in the weeds with hard like the hardware that's like inside. the tech talking yeah. yeah yeah like they did with Scorpio I think they they spent a little bit too much uh, too much time kind of talking about it mm-hmm. and not really as much time showing it off and I think sure. they'll show it more than they talk okay so. yeah interesting yeah it it'll be interesting like I guess just while we're on the topic of this I can kind of talk about. Sony with them obviously releasing the the specs and information on their next gen console that's more than likely going to be dubbed PS5, um, and yeah, it's it's hard to say like if they're going to like they're they're definitely going to have to match the same kind of tech that you know Sony saying is going to be in there, mm-hmm. 
but I'm not, yeah, I'm completely unsure of like w what that's going to look like. I know it's going to happen. That's what I'm thinking. I just don't know like uh, to what level they're going to go into it. So, um, okay. So that was your second, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. So my second is uh, the initiative. So that's the, the studio that was formed under the their new well it used to be microsoft studios I, I believe it's called xbox game studios now if i'm not mistaken i uh, think so yeah that and right. yeah and so that's the initiatives that's that big i think they call it like a quadruple a or something silly like that when they first announced it it's like their big first party studio that they've created um with lots of talent from all over the industry that's come in uh to work on the studio i think they're going to reveal their first uh game that they're working on um don't know what it could be it could literally be anything but i think they're going to be like uh here's what the initiative is working on here's what that game is um and i believe that they're going to like make a, a mention that this game or whatever is going to be the ne a next gen game kind of similar to like bethesda last year like show talking about uh like skyrim and like elder mm -hmm. scrolls or sorry elder scrolls and um uh, yeah talking about Starfield and how those are going to be next gen. And it's going to be the same kind of thing. It's like, here, here's what we're working on. Um, and that's like the future or whatever uh, for Xbox. So yeah, that's uh, my second one. Okay. Uh, so go for your third. Uh, so my third one is, and it kind of ties into the last prediction, the, the new Xbox is that uh, Xbox is going to show uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which I think is already confirmed to be at that conference, but they're going to show it on new hardware. Okay. So they're going to like tie, tie it back, like you said, into the hardware announcement. They're going to be like, that's the game they're going to show, show off the, the new hardware with is Cyberpunk. Yep. Yeah. So cool. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be their way to kind of like how I was saying, like just kind of show it more than talk about it. And I right. think they're going to show uh, Cyberpunk playing on that new hardware. Yeah, that's um, that's that's a good one, yeah. I'm, I'm also adding in that I think it's going to get a release window. So, you know, maybe something generic like, um, you know, summer 2020 or fall 2020, something like that. Okay. Um, so I think it'll get a window too, but nothing like too specific. Okay. Do you think, will that window yet be indeed like next year? Like you don't see it being like fall 2019 or anything I, like that? I don't think it's going to be this year. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there's very little chance of that. It'd sure. be really cool if it did. Yeah. I really want to play that game, but yeah. I think, I think it, it'll be a 2020 game. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I don't think it's going to like, it's, it's really hard to say. I think that that's a, a good prediction seen as like cyberpunk it, i think we got a trailer at last year's microsoft conference and then there was that behind the behind closed doors like demo it was like an hour or something like that that people got Which to was see awesome yeah and then it was released to the public um i don't know yeah. how, how many weeks later or whatever um but yeah we haven't actually like seen like we just it was essentially a video right like they could really make it like a, a live kind of here, here, like it, it would it worked so perfectly to show off cyberpunk and everything providing mm -hmm. live commentary on what's going on reacting to things in the game as well as you know benefiting xbox and showing off their hardware so yeah that's a great prediction um my next prediction my third prediction is uh there's going to be a new fable game announced 
So it's uh, this one was there. This one was actually uh, a rumor of that was going along last year. I actually made it a prediction uh, at 2018 because there was a lot of rumor kind of speculating that Fable was making a comeback. Um, and I'm continuing what that rumor was last year, this year, and I think that that new Fable game is going to be developed by Playground Games. Um, that's been something that's going on for a while now. It sounds like an odd match. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Playground Games is the studio. Uh, they're owned by... Microsoft, they're responsible for the Forza Horizon series, so racing games. Um, but having played the uh, almost every Horizon game, they know how to make a really awesome big open world. And mm. I think if they pulled in, you know, other people from uh, maybe uh, some of their other studios and stuff like that, and and let Playground kind of develop this game, they could maybe come up, bring in things that Playground maybe doesn't have experience with, but um yeah i i think we're gonna get a new fable game i think this is the year i'm hoping yeah i i agree and this was this was one, one of my predictions as well oh cool um, yeah and because i remember the news coming out that they um that they had acquired the the rights to the the franchise and mm-hmm. so um yeah it's something that i was kind of looking forward to and kind of kind of popped up and i'm like ooh, this will be a pretty pretty smooth prediction to to throw out there and then after I made my list, I started seeing there's a lot of rumors going around. Nothing confirmed, um, but there's a lot of rumors going around that they are going to show the next uh, a new Fable game during the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did actually add a little bit of a modifier to that prediction as well, and I'm predicting that it's going to be a game as a service or like a interesting, like a live service game or lifestyle game or you know whatever whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But yeah, I think it's going to be. One of those online, like community based type games, like um, like Anthem, Anthem or, like, or Destiny or, or something Vision. like that. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that that's something I never even thought of. I think Fable could possibly do well with that. I mean, every game be it, it, that like it, it would be hard to to pinpoint how the fans, like the diehard fans of Fable, would would be about that changing changing it up. But honestly, sometimes like when a franchise has, you know hasn't had a release for a while and is needs a big comeback sometimes changing up how the game is played and and how it's set and the kind of genre even is sometimes can work to its benefit right yeah and this we've seen how um how well these types of games have performed in the market you mm -hmm. know when you look at the the big fan bases with uh destiny and the division and and games like that it, it definitely seems plausible that it could work um and and one of the things that I was playing uh, recently started playing Sea of Thieves and kind of the the whimsy of that game I kept thinking to myself like this you know could kind of translate well into into the Fable world because it kind of has that similar like art style where it's you know kind of cartoony looking um, you know kind of whimsical feel to it so I I started thinking like it could really kind of fit into that model mm, yeah no for sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I, like you said, last year I was hoping for, I hope this, this is the year for that one as well. Um, I guess it's back to me. Yeah. So let's see here. Um, I think we're going to get, uh, a Halo Infinite gameplay trailer. Um, I, I think they're going to show it off obviously at the press conference. Um, but and it's going to be, have gameplay and everything. It's not going to be a cinematic or another teaser or something. Um, but we're not going to get any sort of 
like launch window at all because I think they're going to want to launch Halo with their next generation console, make it uh, mm-hmm. a launch title, and and I. Yeah, I highly doubt that they... It's it's hard to say because we're at that period where we're kind of maybe going to be transitioning. So I don't know if it's going to be like a thing where it could release on both or they're just going to plan for it for the next thing. I don't know, but that's what I think um, is going to happen. So Yeah, it'd be really cool to see that um, after they, you know, they showed it off or they, they announced it last year mm-hmm. and there was nothing really to go along with it other than that little cinematic and... Um, yeah, it would it would be really cool because it sounds like they, you know, with it not being a number, you know, another number in the series, it sounds like it's going to have a different direction to it. So it'd be really cool to see or hear like what that direction is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. Uh, so, yeah, go with your fourth one. I think. Yeah. Fourth one. Um, I've lost count now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, so I think, you know, last year during their conference, they announced all the different studios that they had acquired and were bringing into their stable of developers. Um, I think we are going to see a title from every single one of those developers that they announced last year. So I think they're going to say like, hey, we we brought all these people in for a reason. Uh, we promised you guys some some fresh new games and take a look. And they're going to run us through um uh you know one at least one from each of those developers okay yeah that's interesting i never even thought of it that way um yeah like i mean uh we know that like some of them are being confirmed or working on other games and i i was i was trying to put in some sort of prediction that's why i guess i stuck with the initiative um but i wasn't sure that that yeah that would be really really cool to see um is there any studio in particular that you're the most well acquainted with or anything like that? The, the one that you play some of their previous games or? I guess the, the one that I, I mean, I guess I would resonate with me the most, not that I played a lot of their games, but I'm more familiar with their games. And I think it's was it team Ninja. Is that? Uh, yeah. Team, now I forget. The ones is that it... did, uh, are they the ones that did Senua's? Uh, Hellblade. It's either Team Ninja or Ninja Theory. There's one of. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, Ninja, Ninja Theory, Theory is the one I just yeah, looked it up. So I yeah, knew there was Ninja in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so when did I just want to look up when did Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice? So that can't, I think it was 2017. I want to say. So yeah, it was 2017 on the PlayStation for. And then April 2018, it came to Xbox. Um, so yeah, I mean, like with them having, like that's that's quite a bit of time since they launched that game for them to have started working on. And then I'm I'm sure when they got purchased last year by uh, Microsoft, like getting that extra funding and to help whatever projects they're working on and stuff, could definitely. I think that out of all of them, I agree. I think they're probably the, the one that will definitely have something shown off for sure. That's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty well definite. Like it's not going to be like a teaser sign. I think it. They're going to actually have something to show. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to to see because some of those studios, you know, just launched um, games within the last couple of years or so. So it's it's hard to say like on which ones will be ready or not. 
Uh, okay, so my last prediction for Microsoft uh, is I think we're going to get a new... This one's a little far-fetched, but I think we're going to get a new Dead Rising game. Now, oh. I don't think it is going to be a... Um, like. I guess it would be a number like Dead Rising 5 it would be. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be like a reimagining of the series. So it's not going to tie into the... It, it might have some sort of connection to it, but it's going to be like... Uh, think of like the God of War, like 2018, right? It's okay. it's tied into the other games, but it's it's kind of like a, a reboot of the series, some a new direction um, for it. And I think that that's going to be like the caveat to... to dead risings it's going to be a new game but it's not going to be more of the same things because clearly like i think in the last two like dead rising 3 is a launch title so it, i don't know how well it did but i know dead rising 4 didn't like blow anyone away it was just a you know if you like dead rising it's a it's a fun game but i think they're gonna mm-hmm. take uh i don't know i think uh, i think it would be cool because that, that when i think of dead rising i think uh, even though it's now moved on to uh, other platforms and stuff like that. I think of that first game and it being, you know, a Microsoft Xbox 360 exclusive and stuff like that for the longest time. So, um, yeah, it'd be really cool to see. Yeah, that would be neat. Um, and it, you know, it, it would be cool to see it as a as a rebooted title. Um, because like you were saying, you know, by you know by the time four hits, you know, people are kind of maybe dead rising out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's kind of the same trapping, I think, that uh, Crackdown 3 fell into, you know, so hopefully with them looking at information they got from Dead Rising 4 and Crackdown 3, maybe they think to themselves, okay, we need to do something different with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's, it, it will, like, it's hard to say because it is a Capcom uh, IP or whatever, so... Mm-hmm. You know, Capcom has so much going on right now with their That's big true. franchises. It's it seems kind of out of place for them to focus on something when like they're they're killing it lately with Resident Evil. You know, RE2 mm-hmm. earlier this year, Devil May Cry 5, Monster Hunter still going really strong. So, yeah. who knows though? It'd be cool. Um, so yeah, give me your last prediction. <laughs> so this is the we're at the the crazy. Um, I have so. Did you do it five like predictions and then one crazy, or did you is out of your five is one of those your crazy prediction? I did five and one crazy. Okay, yeah, I got. I think you. I see. I've lost track because we've gone out of order. Um, one, two, three, four. Dead Rising was my fifth one. So okay. yeah, I don't know what you're on. Uh, I've lost track. So this would be. I, so I had. New Xbox, New Fable, uh, they acquired studios releasing new games, Cyberpunk 2077, and the streaming thing. So okay, yeah, that's five. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead with like your your crazy one then. Okay, um, so this kind of ties back a little bit with what you were saying about the initiative having a new game of of some sorts and i didn't want to say anything then because i did have this as my crazy prediction and something that i kind of predicted last year and it and it didn't happen and i was kind of bummed and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna try it again this year (laughs) and see how it pans out but uh, i think they're gonna have a first party exclusive um adventure style single player game so it's gonna be the xbox version of like a God of War or Uncharted or Spider-Man. Interesting, um, okay. So it's going to be like single player, 
um, you know, adventure based, maybe like a third party style, like th- or third person uh, style to it instead of like a first person, mm-hmm. um, you know, some some sort of big blockbuster that they have as an exclusive. Because, I mean, we see how well they work yeah, on Sony. For Sony, they, yeah. They kind of need um, something like that in their stable. Yeah, no, that that's a good one. Uh, and like I was saying earlier with uh, some of like the top talent in the industry coming over to work for that, I I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know all, but like all the people that were brought on, but as like more people had been added, a lot of these people I believe are from studios who kind of specialize in those kinds of single player mm-hmm. experiences. Um, so I, I think that's a pretty good safe bet. And I think that's why this like studio was created because they were seeing like how Sony was killing it with their first party studios and, uh, and how the common theme for all of them was, yeah, single player, strong narrative, uh, experiences. And it, it would make sense for them to want to match that with their very first game released. Yeah. Um, and the reason I had this in is as my crazy, like, uh, never going to happen thing is because I predicted it last year and right. I was totally let down. Sure. And, yeah. Um, and they, with their seemingly having a focus on like their first party games being like first person shooters and things like that, um, makes, makes me question whether or not they would really take this route and go with like an all single player experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and even the possibility, even if they are working on that, maybe it's not ready for them to show yet. So they might leave it out. But, um, if they did, show something like that and it looked real high quality and it looks like they really, you know, put a lot of, uh, a lot of thought into it, then, then yeah, I would be super stoked for that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to be, yeah, I am. I'm really hoping that they're, they're brought up because if they're not like, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, what's going on with that? Cause it's again, big promises of like Mm -hmm. going for the future, but you know, when is it going to be that we actually get to see what you guys have been talking about for the last two years, right? So, um, my crazy one is pretty kind of crazy, but there's, I guess, a bit of rumors to back it up. Uh, so I think Xbox Game Pass is going to be revealed for the Nintendo Switch. I was kind of like, I wasn't sure if I was going to put this on Nintendo's or, or Microsoft, but with it being a Microsoft service and stuff, um, I think they're going to, yeah, they're going to have um nintendo on stage and stuff like that and do something big like that that it's it's it seems pretty far-fetched but there was like reports coming out of um just before gdc this year talking about uh xbox game pass being available through on nintendo switch and stuff like that as well as the xbox live i think that's where it originated from was the xbox live service being on nintendo switch and then I can't remember off the top of my head how this Game Pass um, was kind of brought into also being rumored to, to go on the Nintendo Switch. But yeah, I think it, it makes sense. It's really cool. Uh, Nintendo does have the history of being able to stream games like over in Japan. They can they can play Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And like Microsoft is such a big tech company that I think they could easily figure out how to put this onto Xbox. I think you could have all anyone who's basically already subscribed, subscribe to um, Game Pass and it'd be kind of interchangeable. I don't think it's going to be 
like if if they do announce it which again is super unlikely but if they do i it'll be interesting to see if they um include any sort of like nintendo stuff with it like making it so that xbox game pass specifically on switch had some sort of nintendo games on it now that seems like now that i say that it seems like a bigger stretch but i there there needs to be if that is something that's going to happen i think they need to somehow make it like um nintendo needs to have a bigger role in it just by not like not just having another company bring their service onto their hardware they they want to like also be the center of attention on this by having their own games playable or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah that yeah. would also require Nintendo to reciprocate and let uh, let their games be played on other platforms, which seems a little unlikely. They they don't seem to like to want other parties to do that. However, I think that is a uh, that's an amazing prediction. I would love to see Game Pass on Switch. Like, mm-hmm. just imagine like you know playing things like Crackdown or Sea of Thieves or something on on the Switch. That'd be that would be incredible. Yeah, I think it's like, like Nintendo doesn't really need to do anything. Um, like Microsoft is is clearly out of the big three, the one that um, has the hardest time they, they, with, you know, selling units and also getting people into the Xbox ecosystem and stuff like that. And I I think it would be a really big move for them to, to do that. So yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for it. It'd be really, really cool. Um, we we have have seen you know Microsoft and Xbox or sorry Xbox and Nintendo be kind of buddy buddy with each other lately mm-hmm. like with Cuphead coming to yeah. uh, Nintendo Switch as well as um, some of the other crossplay things with uh, you know Fortnite automatically being crossplay compatible and stuff like that um, and then. I don't know if it's been announced but like there's other games out there that have been rumored and like the ori games on xbox coming over onto switch as well so i don't know it would be really cool i'm hoping for for that that would that would win e3 for me um just being a game pass (laughs) subscriber and obviously having a switch so yeah i mean that's i mean game pass is already such a huge value and being able to play that like on more than one system like that'd be pretty pretty huge and the ori games would would absolutely feel right at home on the switch too totally yeah um, so yeah, that's, I think that's it for our Microsoft predictions. Um, a couple notes that I did want to make, like there's one that's pretty obvious that's going to happen is like Gears 5 is going to get a release date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't been confirmed, but there's already been leaks of that happening. Um, there's also tie-in of maybe Rocksteady having some sort of announcement at, on Microsoft stage. This was also a rumor from last year. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. I do remember cool. that rumor last year, and and I thought about making that myself, but um, I just I heard another. I, I forget where I heard it. It was probably on a podcast of some sort where um, someone really made it sound like Rocksteady wasn't wasn't ready to show anything mm-hmm. yet. So yeah, it'd be it'd be really cool. Um, so I'm hoping for something from oh, them yeah, that would be that would be awesome yeah you, even though it, like if it's like an ip like there i don't know i i the big thing about microsoft's conference in a whole i think is that it's going to be like because sony's not there they they are they have the most eyes on them right like not oh, yeah. to downplay yeah. bethesda or you know ubisoft or square enix but like microsoft 
is the biggest conference this year Mm -hmm. um, and has all this attention. So I'm sure there's a lot of third party studios that are really wanting to, to show off whatever they have going with, with Microsoft. And I I think Microsoft is going to capitalize on the fact that they have a lot of eyes on them and really try to make those deals done with those third party studios to bring, bring in people. So. Yeah, for sure. They, they definitely have a, a real opportunity to shine. Yeah. Cool. So let's move on to Bethesda's press conference. Uh, this one was a bit of a hard one for me. Uh, I don't know if it was <laughs> difficult for you. I had trouble with this one too. Yeah, it's tough because um, a lot of the things that were announced at their last E3 press conference have like, we've seen them now, like obviously Fallout 76 was the big one and it was a bit of mm-hmm. a disappointment, but um, <laughs> you know, that happened. Um some of the Elder Scrolls online stuff has already come out. They had that uh, Elder Scrolls Blades mobile game that's out now. Rage 2 is out now. Um, so it was really hard for me because sometimes it's easy with these predictions to kind of just take from last year. But um, I'll start off. So this was announced at their last press conference, uh, Doom Eternal, the sequel to 2016's Doom game, um, is going to get a release date. It's going to release this fall. I don't have a specific month. I think it's going to either be, it's more than likely going to be October um, or November. I don't think it's going to be as late as December, and I don't think it will be as early as, as September. But I think Doom Eternal is definitely coming out this year. So, um, Did you play the first Doom? Uh, I played part of it. I did not finish it, but I, I really liked what I played. That was, that was a pretty pretty cool take they did on the doom series yeah i i was a big like doom when i was growing up when the first doom came out, i was pretty young but i did like jump into it i got it actually had like xbox live arcade back in like when it first came out for that i think that would be like 2007 or something and i remember i like played that a ton like there's something about the doom franchise that i've always enjoyed and the 2016 oh, yeah. one was like incredible it was one of my like it's probably one of my fa- favorite like first person shooter games of all time. Yeah, um, totally understandable. Yeah, they're like they uh it definitely knows how to make a good first person shooter game. So, um I think Doom Eternal yeah is definitely going they and they've even showed off uh Doom Eternal a little bit at um like QuakeCon um as well as some other Bethesda related events um, since they announced it. And so I think it's far along like enough since they're showing so much that it's going to come out by the end of the year. So, um, okay. Give me your first prediction. So this ties in with yours a little bit. Um, knowing how, and it's, it's a silly one too. Cause like I said, I had, I had trouble thinking yeah. about stuff for, for Bethesda, but this one's pretty silly, but I could totally see them doing it. Um, w- and and giving some further detail on on Doom Eternal, um, I think they're gonna have a Doom Mobile tie-in of some sort. Oh, interesting. So kind of like how we had Fallout <laughs> Shelter, and then there was the uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, I think there's gonna be some some sort of Doom mobile experience, whether it's like a port of the original game, or whether it's like some sort of like isometric, you know, uh, type game yeah. or um just yeah i think they're they're gonna do something maybe they'll turn it into a, in a card game who knows um <laughs> yeah that'd be, that would be interesting for sure <laughs> but uh yeah i think i think there'll be some sort of uh 
some sort of mobile experience that okay. they do with Doom. Do you think they'll they'll pull if they do do that? Are they going to do the same that they did with Fallout Shelter and be like it's available right now kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be they're going to be because with Doom Eternal probably releasing this year, like you said, um, they'll want to try and get ahead of that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I think they'll be it'll be one of those it's available tonight or mm-hmm. tomorrow or or something like that. Like it's going to be one of those shadow drop type things. Yeah, no, for sure. I think and I think it would go over fairly well. Like I know that mobile games in the past have always been kind of had their controversial moments on um you know big big companies hyping them up like they're they're huge but they clearly like they don't have the fan base as a lot of uh other like games out there on consoles and pc games and triple a games like that but i think yeah if they were to do that start off like here's something and then it's like it's it's available right now that's cool that's great you can't complain um right. it's not hindering anything and then they get into okay here's i think like doom eternal here's the release date maybe a demo even something like that that'd be cool um okay my second one uh this one's kind of a safe bet um i think we're going to see a another look at starfield i think there's going to be a trailer Shown, showing it off but i don't think it's going to be it's going to be more than like the teaser that we saw last year um but it's not going to have any sort of gameplay or anything it's going to be kind of like a cinematic trailer that shows off kind of what starfield is what what this universe looks like um that kind of stuff maybe some kind of things that you would be doing in the game but they're not actually going to be showing that gameplay and stuff um yeah, that's what I think of that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's actually one of my predictions too. I think, I think it's about because I mean this game's been rumored, like they they only showed a teaser last year, but it's been it's oh, been in the sure, rumor yeah. mill for long before that. Mm-hmm. So I think now's as good a time as any for them to have something to show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to kind of appease not only like fans but also to um, have something of worth to show at the yeah. event as well yeah i think like if they completely omit it from like that that's not going to be good for them they're like right. bethesda is yep. already uh on thin ice with how fallout 76 launched and stuff like that um like that was a really not a good launch on for multiple reasons besides the game and had all those like pre-order things in the um the canvas or supposedly canvas bag that was people were supposed to get and they're getting like the nylon cheap (laughs) crappy bags like what a debacle that was exactly so yeah (laughs) like i I, starfield it it needs to be shown off um yeah so do you think sorry uh i think i cut you off like do you if do you think they're going to have gameplay are they going to give us more details like what do you think that look at starfield will look like yeah I, i think there's um I think there's definitely going to be gameplay. Okay. I think I think showing an, an, another trailer just isn't isn't really going to cut yeah, it. Yeah. Um, again, because of how long you know this this has been in the rumor mill, and then they confirmed it last year. I yeah, I think there's there's got to be some gameplay to go with it for sure. Um. Okay. Moving on to my third one. I think. Th- okay. This one. 
is really boring, um, <laughs> but it's a safe bet. I think they're going to talk about Fallout 76 and talk about future support for the game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they're going to come on the stage and they're going to talk about Fallout 76 and address all the things that they messed up on and just kind of, you know, like form, like apologize, I guess, for all the things. Um, and they're like, this, they're going <laughs> to use those those buzzwords about like, um, this is a new beginning or like, this is a fresh start or like uh-huh. uh, a refresh, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be talking about, we have like big plans on like overhauling this, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so, uh, the thing to that is I think they're going to have some sort of DLC or some sort of big update, kind of like think no man's sky with it having yeah. its big comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have something like that, whether it's DLC, but they're going to like really emphasize like here's like fallout 76 uh next or whatever you know what i mean like yeah so yeah um that was actually one of mine too okay Um, you know nail on the head with that one (laughs) um yeah i just had had on here like that there's going to be fallout 76 content Mm -hmm. update and them like recommitting to to the game like Mm -hmm. you were saying like come out and, and say like, Hey, like, you know, maybe make fun of themselves a little bit, you know, crack jokes like they like to do. And then yeah. say hey, like, Hey, we're, we're fully committed. We're going to make this game, the game that, that you all expected it to be. And here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, run through that whole plan. So for sure. Yeah. If they, I think it'll either be that, or it's really hard to say. Cause like it, it was such a, a controversial thing that like they'll either do that or they'll just like they've they've already decided like we'll, we'll cut our losses. This was we have a big fail on our part. Let's move on from that. So I think it'll be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you did you play Fallout seventy six? Um, <laughs> I did. So when I got my Xbox, it actually came bundled in with it. Oh, because um, you so have like a, a Xbox One X, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I figured I'd, I'd give it a try. I don't think I played that game for more than two hours. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. It's not the game for me. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, it's kind of in the same boat. Like I was, I I like Fallout a lot. I I didn't, didn't fully, I know how like Fallout 3 ends, but I I dropped off before fully completing Fallout 3 back in the day. Um, But Fallout 4, like I got right away and Mm -hmm. I, it's probably in my top like five most uh, played Xbox games and stuff like that. And so when Fallout 76 was announced, like I was, I was really hyped. I liked the idea. I was super optimistic. Like you can go into uh, like one year ago, uh, my E3 like reactions, uh, episode or whatever for the podcast or talking about Fallout 76. Like I, I, I did show a lot of support for that game. And then I went to the library, uh, cause I obviously found out through the beta and stuff that people were not liking, like, okay, not going to buy this on, on day one. And I went to the library like a couple months after um, the game had released and I, I took it out and yeah, same boat. I would see two, maybe three hours. And I just, mm-hmm. it was not what it, like they, they did not. And it's so funny because like Bethesda the year before, like you go back to 2017 and they were all about single player experiences. Yeah. And they even like, like, they had that big video yeah, talking about it too. <laughs> exactly. Like that was an emphasis on on their games and and for them to like completely like 360 a year later, I mean, you already have people kind of skeptical 
uh, before the game's even revealed uh, fully, right? So, yeah. It's kind of funny as the, the, the world of Fallout 76, and at least in, in terms of like the aesthetic and the look of it, looked like it could have been a pretty fun world oh, to totally. explore. So yeah. if they would have maybe taken that and put it into a single-player game instead of going like the multiplayer route... This could be a totally different conversation. That could have ended up being a really great game. Exactly, yeah. I think, like, one of the things that we don't see a lot anymore today, like, I think about, like, when, when a, like, Zelda is one of my favorite franchises of all time. And I think back to, like, early 2000s, like, late 90s, when it was Ocarina of Time, and then, like, two years later, it was Majora's Mask, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the it was... Majora's Mask looks like Ocarina of Time. There's nothing new there. It's just in a new world and new stories, new characters, etc. And I think like there, sure it maybe wouldn't like, like go sell like tens, tens of twenty millions copies or anything like that. But I think if they came out like here's Fallout, you know whatever they want to call it, kind of like the the Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, right? Like here's mm-hmm. Basically, the same thing you love in Fallout 4, but now we're in a new region, there's new stories, there's new things going on, and kind of make it like a Fallout 4.5 or something like that. I think that would have, like you said, been a completely different conversation um, that we'd be having today about about the game. So it's un- really unfortunate that they did that to, to Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now moving on to my... Th- what? Let's see, this is the fourth one, yeah. So... Uh, this one is, again, has been rumored, but it's, so I was thinking, let me add some context to this prediction. So I was thinking about how Bethesda is the one like third party that's really showed a lot of support of porting games over onto the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you got Skyrim in there, you have Wolfenstein 2, um, you have that new Wolfenstein uh it called i think it's like young blood or something like that um it's like the kind of dlc type standalone expansion to that game Mm -hmm. uh that's releasing on nintendo switch doom came to switch yeah um so i'm thinking like what other games could they bring over that would do well and so i thought fallout is one of their major things but i'm like okay they can't do 76 i don't know if four would be able to run on the Switch. So I put Fallout 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch. Um, oh. And I, again, there, like Fallout New Vegas wasn't an option because Obsidian, I believe, was the developer behind that, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I didn't think that would happen. So that was kind of my rationalization for it. Um, it seems weird because it's like a game from, I think it's 10 years old now or whatever. Um, but I think it's like... It would be some, like, Fallout 3 was pretty well-received, and I think that would be a way of kind of fixing the, the Fallout name and stuff is by giving that experience to people to, to play on the go with their Switch and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 3 is is definitely, you know, when you ask any, like, really hardcore Fallout player, like, what their favorite one was, a yeah. lot of people say 3, um, it would definitely run on the Switch. That I don't think there'd be any a issue there. I don't yeah. think anyone would fight you on that. But um, so yeah, I think that would actually be a really good, uh, really good thing for them to do, and a good way to get more more of their games on the Switch. And of course, 
every game that comes to Switch gets the Switch tax. So, I mean, that's more money for them, more money for Nintendo. Exactly, yeah. And that makes gamers happy. So, yeah, I could actually totally see that see happening. happening. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, go ahead with your next one. Uh, let's see. My next one is um, that there would be a new Dishonored title. Of some oh, sort. okay. Interesting. Um, so, probably, I guess, you know, Dishonored 3 would be... Uh, most likely since there was one, two, and then there was like that um, sort of like a 2.5-ish, yeah, like I guess. There's that new death playable of, character. Death of the Insider or something like that, was it called? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, something like that. So I, I think this will be their, um, this would be like the, the newest entry in the franchise. So probably just, you know, Dishonored 3. Okay. I Yeah, Dishonored. I think, I don't know, was it you I had this conversation with? might have been dishonored's a, a series i've always wanted to to get into but i just kind of missed the boat last generation with the first yeah, one same here and then i actually found like a really i was at a used game shop and i found the first one uh, like the definitive edition for like seven dollars and so i was like that's a steal i picked it up it's still sitting on my shelf but I, that's it <laughs> like if they were to announce like a third dishonored and it, let's say it was coming out the end of the year or something, like that would definitely encourage me to get on and, and play through one, two, and even that uh, that standalone kind of expansion game or whatever as well. Um, sorry, do you think it, Dishonored 3, like w- would it just be like a reveal or would they also like release it this year or next year or put any sort of date on it? Um, I, I'd say if anything, like... I could see this being something where it's just a teaser. Right. Um, I mean, I, I think they've had enough time since um, since their last entry that they could probably have something to show. Um, but I'd, I'd say maybe uh, to be on the safe side, it probably end up just being a, a teaser, especially if they are showing, you know, going in depth on Doom Eternal. And then if they do actually show gameplay for Starfield and, you know, if they get into more content for fallout 76 like i could see that maybe just making it a bit of a teaser or just a a real short trailer for sure yeah no i uh be really really interesting to see i think that one if i remember correctly it's by arcane studios i think is the developer and they more recently did prey a couple years ago and even that that's right was two years ago so right that's and like prey was kind of like it was fine. Like people, I think thought it was okay, but it didn't. Again, it didn't. wasn't a blockbuster or anything like that. Right. Um, so it could be, could be something that they. Uh, and I now I have to look it up. They might have also. Actually, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. So they're also helping out uh, co-developing with Machine Games that Wolfenstein Youngblood game. So oh. again, but that's co. So who knows? Like I, yeah. I think that that is a safe prediction though for sure. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. My last prediction before my crazy one, did I have a crazy one for this? Oh, I didn't. Um, (laughs) okay. I'll make one up. Uh, my last legit prediction is I think we're going to get, uh, a new evil within game. And I think it's, I think they're going to continue with it being like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a standalone. It's going to be the evil within three. And they're going to do the same thing that they did two years ago. And it's going to release this October. Um, so wow. like Bethesda has been known, you know, they have released games only four or five months after they've been announced. Like Fallout 4 was one of those games that they announced and it mm-hmm. came later that year. Uh, the second uh, Evil Within was announced and then 
came out that October as well. Um, yeah, I was really trying to think of like, I, I'm a big fan of the Evil Within series. Um, I like the first one a lot. Um, the second one, I got stuck on this boss. And so I've taken a break from it. But again, I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, they improved it substantially from the first one. The, the second one was really good. And so, yeah, I, I think um, with it, even though horror games aren't as popular as some of their other big IPs and stuff, uh, I think, you know, like what else really do they have besides maybe some new IPs that we don't know about, right? Like mm -hmm. I was really trying to think of some things and I think Evil Within was, was one of those uh, as well as Dishonored. That was my other option to go with. So, um, yeah. Uh, okay, you have your last prediction, I think. Yeah, yep. and this is a super bland one. Um, <laughs> I, I think they're going to show uh, some Rage 2 DLC and go into sort of like a, uh, a, a deep dive of future content for Rage 2. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I had that on my prediction list as well, and then I bumped it off for... Uh, I think the Fallout Three for Switch or whatever, because I was like, uh. that was a much, that was a much more fun <laughs> one for sure. Yeah, no, but, you, I, but you, I put this down and I'm like, oh, this is just the worst prediction. Yeah. No, but it, it, it's true. Like you know, like half of this is you know dreaming and having fun, but like yeah. the other half of this is things that we do think are going to happen. I think that that, right. that is right. Like Rage Two did. I don't, it didn't, again, it was getting like, I think it has like a 70 on Metacritic or something like that. Something um, like that, yeah. I know IGN gave it like an 8.5. Like it's been, it's, it's been a good, it's a good game. Um, it's not anything like crazy great or anything. Um, I've heard people have fun playing with it and stuff like that. And so, yeah, those, that fan base that they've already created, keep, keep them on board, keep them with a, with a new DLC released in like sometime this year and uh keep the conversation for that game going i think would is definitely a safe bet yeah um okay what's your i'm gonna get you to do your crazy one because i still <laughs> i don't have a crazy one for bethesda i forgot to put it in but uh yeah you go with with yours all right so this one's super crazy and um it would definitely be a get hype moment for me if this happened so we we're talking about uh little bit about starfield gameplay and mm -hmm. then also how they like to announce games and and launch it in the same year so my crazy prediction is that starfield not only do we get the gameplay but it's going to release this year really wow yep. okay that yep. would they're be gonna interesting go, they're going to go all in they're going to make that big announcement here it is and yep it's coming out this year that would be that would be really cool yeah i it was so weird last year with having the starfield and then the Elder Scrolls like kind of side by side with their announcements because they're both like these really small teasers and stuff like that mm -hmm. and yeah I think you're right like if it's probably not going to happen but if they did like that would really be it would save Bethesda to be oh, like yeah. a big conversation for this year right like yeah because I mean people lost their minds when when they announced Fallout 4 and it's like oh hey by the way release date this year yeah like, I think the, the same kind of things and again especially after you had the fallout 76 debacle mm -hmm. um that could be really huge for them to have have a long anticipated game come out the same year they like really show it off totally yeah no for sure um yeah i really like i i guess my prediction would be my crazy prediction is well you know what since 
every like there's there's no limits here i'll just say my crazy prediction is i think we're going to get um a like a pretty decent look at um elder scrolls um (laughs) it's probably again like when they announced that last year it was more like okay we are working on it kind of thing like stop asking us about it um but like that would be really really cool if they had something i have literally like i i think there's a zero percent chance that we actually see any sort of gameplay or anything like that but if it did happen i yeah i'd be in the same boat of just like losing my mind over it so yeah that would that would be huge yeah Yeah. i mean i I agree the chances are almost (laughs) almost zero like i think they even maybe mentioned when they showed it off that it was going to be a next gen title but I mean, you know, we're we're starting to see information on PS5 hardware. Exactly, we might be getting information for new Xbox hardware. So, you know, who's who's to say we won't see something? Exactly. I mean, like, look at um, the conversation around like Death Stranding, right? Like that game was announced however many years ago, and we slowly got trailer after trailer after trailer, and it's like, yeah, it's a PS4 game, and you know, now it's like if the PS5 came out like next fall that's one year that it had been out since the next gen console right as opposed to when it was announced at the beginning of like the ps4's life cycle right so like with with the next gen conversation in place like who knows like even if they just show like some sort of like small thing like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's it is there is a slight chance but yeah it's it's probably closer to zero yeah and that that death stranding what you were saying i mean that's that's kind of a good thing to compare it to because mm-hmm. I mean, before today, if you would ask anybody in the industry, you ask any of the kind of funny crew, IGN, giant bomb, whoever, if you ask them when death stranding was getting released before today, they would have all said at least 2020 and then it wouldn't come out until next gen hardware. Exactly. But, yeah. You know, everybody got proved wrong on that. So. Totally. Yeah. You, you never know. Like it, it's, it's really hard to gauge like sometimes on how far studios are along with with their games right like we don't know the whole timeline of when development started for a game uh and then when they chose to officially announce it like how many years were there were between then and like you know because there's always that it's the age-old debate of like is it bad to announce games too soon right because you want to get people excited and let them know that you're working on things, but you don't want to do it too early and, you know, not be able to live up to the promises that you made or um, fan expectations, right? So it, it's really, really difficult. And I, I, I don't know with them announcing Skyrim last year if it was a good choice or not. Who knows? Like I said, who knows how much, like, is it, oh, we're starting the development process like right now, like this year? or we started earlier this year, a couple months ago, or is it like, yeah, we have been working on it f- for the last like two years and we're now ready to tell you guys, you know, like it's so, it's so interesting to me. Um, okay. Let's, I guess that's it. Yeah. For Bethesda. Yeah. So, um, all in all, I did just want to just talk about like Bethesda. I, I, out of all the press conferences, I have the lowest expectations from them just because, like I said, it was hard to come up with predictions. I don't think, um, like, I don't think they're, they really, 
there's going to be a big chance that um, they're going to have too much to show besides, you know, those basic things like Rage, Rage 2, yep. Doom Eternal, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I agree. I think I think def- uh, expectations are definitely low mm-hmm. with them, which is why, you know, uh, announcing Starfield coming out this year would just, you know, totally <laughs> flip that on its head. And that yeah. would be huge. Totally. So they could turn something that nobody's really expecting anything on. Uh, into something really great. So let's move on to the next. So Ubisoft, um, give me your first prediction. Uh, first prediction. So I, I'll do this one first. Um, this one kind of got de- debunked today. Um, Ubisoft put out like a little pre-E3 video um, kind of highlighting the games that they were going to show off, which was a lot of, things that we are either are already existing or um, have been known about. And one of my predictions before this video came out was that there was going to be a new Rainbow Six game. Um, So I know Rainbow Six Siege has been going pretty strong, um, but I thought to myself, maybe they might start looking at, um, you know, getting the the next iteration of the game um, out there. So that was one of my predictions, but that kind of got debunked since they confirm that they are going to have rainbow six uh, siege content at their show right yeah i i was like uh rainbow six siege with it with like rainbow six franchise was one of mine that i was kind of battling with if i was going to predict like is it the time because siege came out yeah a while ago but it it Mm -hmm. has gotten so much support and the fan base has actually gotten bigger as we as they continue to release more content. Um, I think it would be cool to see the Rainbow Six. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Siege. Um, I had a lot of fun with it when it first came out. I haven't really been back to it since. Um, But I I think, like, there's still other things that they could explore in the um, Rainbow Six, like, franchise and stuff like that. And with it being so specific, uh, like, games with service, online, multiplayer game... It would be cool to see if they had a Rainbow Six game and kind of kind of paired it with, you know, not make it this super big, um, brand new, we're moving on from Siege onto this next thing, but also give like a new title uh, in the Rainbow Six franchise that kind of mm-hmm. pairs with Siege, like it, it, but also provides a different experience. I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured, you know, after after they showed that, I, I thought to myself, it is still plausible that they could have a different experience with the Rainbow Six mm-hmm. name, like you were saying. So yeah, yeah, it's still plausible, but I think um, maybe less likely at this point with that announcement. Yeah. Um. Again, so I I don't I didn't look through everything that. Uh, you had mentioned that Ubisoft uh, brought up today. So some of mine might, may or may not. So just let me know if they've already kind of confirmed that this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll save my big one for the last. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have Watch Dogs 3 announced. Um, we're going to get a, a, a full reveal of it. It's going to be, here's Watch Dogs 3. Here's gameplay. Um, here's everything. Um but it's not going to release this year. It's going to release in 2020. They're just going to like put a 2020 date on it of some sort. Like, uh, and then I th- also think uh, it's going to be set in London, England. That's something mm-hmm. that has been kind of t- rumored 
yeah. for a little bit now. So yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of my predictions as well. Um, is that we would get that announcement too, and then um, the the rumors have definitely solidified that and and definitely make it seem more plausible at this point. Um, so so I agree. I think that's. I didn't have anything. Uh, to, to quantify it a little bit more like like a release date mm -hmm. or anything like I just kind of figured like they would they would do like a full unveiling of it um, the the London thing you know as people are rumoring um, but that's pretty much all I had for it yeah I think with watchdogs with its notorious past of the first one being announced uh, and then showing it off and then the game actually not looking like what they had shown off at E3 uh, was a <laughs> yeah. big, they, they learned their lesson with that one. And so uh, I, th I think the set, the second one was definitely better. Um, I did, did you, are you into the watchdogs franchise at all? No, I didn't play either one. Yeah. They're, they're interesting. I played the first one like to completion and like obviously not doing all the side missions, but the, uh, I when I play those kinds of open world games, I'll like I'll comp try to complete the main campaign and then kind of do side missions as I kind of encounter them. But I don't go out of my way to make sure everything's completed. Um, and then the second one was way better. Um, didn't complete that one, the main campaign, but it was definitely a better game. Uh, so yeah, I think like as long as they take everything that was good that they improved for the second one keep all that stuff in, but then also just really make it uh, really expansive and stuff like that. So um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. So you can, uh, let's see here. Oh, I guess that was one of your predictions. So I'll go back to mm -hmm. one of mine. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the next one is, I think we're going to get another look at Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, we're going to have some sort of gameplay, but I'm a pessimist. I think we're we're not going to have any release date at all. It's just going to be another look at this game. But again, no one knows if it'll ever come out. <laughs> well, that's... Man, you're good. I had the exact same thing. Really? Um, it was Beyond Good and Evil 2 gameplay, but no release info. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think... As much as, as cool as it would be, and, and you know they sh they've shown trailers uh, for two years in a row... So, I mean, I think at this point there should be gameplay of some sort, but yeah, I, I don't think, um, I don't think it's going to be out anytime soon mm -hmm. or at least not to a point where they're, they'd be comfortable given a release date. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, let's see here. My next one, uh, this is a quick one. I think... So it's already been confirmed we're not getting an Assassin's Creed this year, but I think we're going to get a teaser for the next Assassin's Creed. There was like a, a leak or rumor of Assassin's Creed, like Ragnarok, um, mm -hmm. something in that kind of uh, setting. And so I think that it's going to be something like that. But yeah, it's just going to be a teaser of the game. No gameplay, no cinematic or anything, just kind of like a teaser that either confirms or denies like what... Uh, region it's going to be in like they're gonna they're gonna show something that would point it to wherever it's going to be set so yeah so as a little bit of a, a, a contrary point to that uh one of my predictions is that assassin's creed will not be shown during their their conference so i think um you know we we know they're taking a year off from it and i think they're going to also take a year off from it like i don't think they're going to want to 
maybe overshadow or or like downplay any of their other announcements for mm-hmm. the show. Um, so I think they're just gonna not show it at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's in what I think is more likely for sure. Um, I the only reason I kind of put mine is just because of the the rumor mills. There's yeah, so many rumors. Exactly. About it, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that was one of your predictions then. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny how like we're we're pretty much lined up on so many things here. Um, <laughs> okay, so my next one is this one's interesting. So I think Ubisoft is going to announce a new collaboration game with Nintendo. Um, it's going to be a brand new IP, but it's going to be exclusive for the Nintendo Switch. So similar to when Rabbids. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle came out. That was something that was like way out of left field that no one like could have ever predicted. Right. Um, and it actually ended up being uh, a pretty, pretty awesome game. I actually bought it and I have tons of fun with it. Um, and I think Nintendo realized that Ubisoft was a good partner to kind of help develop some of their ips um and some of their well-known franchises and stuff like that so i wasn't able to like pinpoint like what ip nintendo but i there's going to be some sort of collaboration game that's developed by ubisoft but it's it is a nintendo game um and yeah it's going to be a switch exclusive so (laughs) (laughs) so this um i I guess i'll bring it up now since you did it that that was actually my crazy okay is that they would do that that they would do a another uh collaboration thing so i mean they had the the rabbits thing and then they did the star fox um in their uh, starlink battle exactly yeah so between between those it it definitely seems likely but at the same time i don't want to go in expecting that every year um so that's why i put it as my crazy one because i i could see them maybe um you know taking some time away or, or maybe them and nintendo weren't able to come to an agreement on another one of their properties so mm-hmm. um while i i definitely hope that's the case and we get like a brand new like ubisoft uh collaboration ip with nintendo um i i had that one as my crazy prediction though yeah yeah i i it's definitely a, a stretch for sure uh it, it was going to be my crazy prediction but i have one uh that is probably more unlikely um that i'll save uh so do you have one more prediction then? Uh, yeah. So my other uh, just kind of regular prediction is that those, um, what was it, maybe like a month or so ago, there was uh, all sorts of talk and rumors um, about Splinter Cell uh, coming right. back. Uh, so I actually, uh, one of my predictions is that the Splinter Cell game would get, would be confirmed um, but it would just be like a like a teaser of some sort or like a very short trailer. But you know, kind of like the you know the way the night vision goggles kind of do that. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Power up yeah, and, you know they might do something like that, oh, yeah. announce a title, but just kind of kind of leave it like that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I so yeah, my my last prediction is also a new Splinter Cell games announced. I think that if they're like they have to do that kind of reveal of like the the that noise of the yeah, yeah. um <laughs> coming up because they like if they did that 
like people would like go crazy right like right. that would be a, a gatorade get hype moment uh, yeah, for, for sure. a lot of people so that room would erupt exactly <laughs> yeah so i think that that is i mean there there's was rumors speculating all the way back to last year's e3 we had that weird thing that they talked about uh i know kind of funny talked about it on uh kind of funny games daily with the one of the like producers at ubisoft or like heads of some he works at ubisoft um and he was talking about tweet he's tweeted about us working on a splinter cell game and then he like said he was just joking and that it wasn't real and ubisoft's like nah it wasn't real or whatever but um i think they only did that just because they they still want people to be excited for it and and still have that question in people's mind of like well it could be real but maybe it's not like i don't know it would be really cool if it was um one thing i think it it is we're gonna have a little bit more than just a teaser though i think we're going to have a kind of a, a look at the actual game not gameplay but like some sort of cinematic talking about the story mm -hmm. um then at the end of that i think they're going to have like a spring 2020 release date um okay. yeah i think they're gonna want to push this out before the next gen it's really hard to say because like they don't have a single splinter cell game on this generation yeah. um and i don't think that they would push it out to to just say that oh we had one for this generation but right i can't really think of like too many things that they could have on the horizon for them like they obviously ghost recon's coming out at the end of this year so i don't think like that's going to be their their big focus uh probably that we're going to see more uh a big chunk of their press conference talking about that game and so i'm thinking like okay if splinter cell is the next kind of game i don't know like i think there's probably more of a chance that watchdogs 3 if that's real comes out before splinter cell but nonetheless yeah i think we're going to get at that announcement so um you big into the splinter cell series I have not played a single one. <laughs> yeah, they I so I got the very first one for my PlayStation 2 back in the day and I really really liked it, but I was a dumb kid and like didn't know I was not good at video games. So I remember <laughs> I got stuck on some sort of level and never went back to it. And then I bought different ones throughout the years and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but um it's a cool franchise and like the stealth genre is something that we don't really have a lot of right now. Um, specifically because like Metal Gear is pretty much dead now, um, yeah. unfortunately. And so Splinter Cell is that other pillar in the, the stealth genre game. So I think we're due, due for one of those kinds of games. Yeah, and the, the stealth series, and the reason why I never really played one is because the stealth ser series of games just never really appealed to me. Like yeah. it was always the like RPG and platformer and like action-based games, like the sneaking around and stuff. I was just, I was just so bad at because I just wanted to, um, you know, kind of do my own thing and like fight people and, and that sort. So it never really, um, never really fit into my wheelhouse of games, but yeah. I, I know there's a lot of people that are really looking forward to it. So I think that announcement would be, would be a big deal for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so you did your crazy, prediction so i'll do mine and then we'll move on uh so i think we're going that what i would my gatorade get hype moment would be is a new prince of persia game announced oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right i remember you saying that you were really big into that yeah, yeah. like uh <laughs> going back to prince of persia sands of time on the ps2 that was a game that 
I absolutely loved, really loved all the other Prince of Persia games up until like the last one we got was like kind of like, I don't know if it was a sequel or like some sort of spin-off. It was called F The Forgotten Sands. So there was that weird one in 2008, not weird one, but different one uh, mm -hmm. that was kind of like cell shaded. Um, and that one yeah. was just called Prince of Persia. And then a lot of people think that was the last game, but there was one in 2011 uh, near the end of the console site, like generation. It was like 2011 or 2012, and it's called The Forgotten Sands, I think. And that one was still quite fun, but that was the last real uh, game we got and because, you know, they've kind of elements of Prince of Persia have went into the development of Assassin's Creed. And so um, I've, I've watched so many different videos and uh things online about them talking about uh how they like assassin's creed was essentially born from a lot of the things that prince of persia created back in the day and so with assassin's creed being such a big thing um i like i don't know if with them bringing if they brought prince of persia back like i don't know how they would have to really make it unique and mm -hmm. Because, you know, those parkour elements or swinging from ropes or all that stuff that made Prince of Persia really good is all in Assassin's Creed now. So it's like, right, what yeah. really makes it unique anymore? Um, nonetheless, I would be, I would lose my mind. <laughs> if they yeah, that's that's more. a good one. Like, I didn't even, uh, I guess Prince of Persia has just been off my radar for, for such a long time that, mm -hmm. like, that didn't even cross my mind. But yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, no, for sure. Um Cool. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Um, Ubisoft. I really to to kind of end off. I really hope they don't spend ten minutes on Just Dance twenty twenty oh, or whatever. <laughs> but that's like their thing. Like yeah, <laughs> it is their thing. I know. I I almost wanted to make one of my predictions that they would not do a big dance number for Just Dance. I know, but right? Yeah. I think it's kind of to be expected at this point. Yeah, it was it was so funny. Um, so kind of the inspiration for this episode was when they kind of funny guys did this for a games cast last year with it was tim jared and greg and jared had this prediction that for ubisoft that they would not just for dance they would it would be revealed and everything they do the their typical stuff but it would not be released on the nintendo wii because to this day <laughs> the just dance games are continue continually released on the the wii systems and that's wild yeah the wii came on like 2006 so it's like holy crap but so was was last year's title was that released um, on the wii too i think so i think yeah i think he got that prediction wrong let me look it up real quick oh. yeah it came out on um xbox one xbox 360 ps4 nintendo switch wii u and wii and it wow. came out october 20 <laughs> third 2018 so last october <laughs> a game released on the nintendo wii <laughs> it's wild it was i'll be interesting to see like if that's the big question for e3 2019 will just dance 2020 be released for the nintendo wii <laughs> right yeah, yeah. That, that'll be interesting to see <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i don't even think they like like mentioned it on their their press conference thing i think it was just like in a press release after the show mm -hmm. or something like yeah. that Okay, let's move on to Square Enix. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can start us off. All right. So this is the one where I have like maybe like the biggest expectations for and, and the one that I think could really end up being an E3 winner. Mm -hmm. um, 
if everything from my list comes true, like this would probably <laughs> win E three for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of an easy, kind of an easy one here. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake. I think we're gonna really see like a uh, like a live demo or something like that. Some actual gameplay, like uh, extended gameplay footage for it. Um, I I. Like I said, I think that's kind of easy now, especially mm-hmm. since they had that trailer and state of play. But um, I'll still be looking forward to it nonetheless. Yeah, I I also predicted this. Um, I think they're going to actually show it off, and they're going to give a release date for like the and first episode because I think they're still doing this episodic. Um, yeah. What I also put on that, like, so I think the first episode is going to come out at the end of this year. Um, like episode one, I don't know how many episodes they're doing. Is it like three? Is it five? I don't know if they. I'm not sure. I don't that. know if they. I don't know if they ever specified. Yeah, I think they just said it was episodic. So I think they're going to release the first episode, cause, cause like it, it's, it's it, like with the, us just getting a, a recent look at it. Yeah, they're definitely going to be showing it off at the show, and I think, like for them to just to just show it off some more isn't enough. Like they need to get the ball rolling on when people can play this game. And so, yeah, I think the first episode is going to release this fall. And then again, this isn't like a formal prediction, but how I think their release lineup is going to line up here with uh, these episodes is they're going to have uh, first episode in the fall. And then whatever the last episode is, I think they're going to time that for the PS5's launch. And so what they're going to do is, release the the final episode and then as a launch title they're going to have like a collection like the full game season pass whatever you want to call it final fantasy 7 like full edition for ps5 mm-hmm. as well as for ps4 just to kind of mm-hmm. give them like here's a full experience for people it's a launch title it's it's already essentially been developed it's finished and stuff like that it's just another name to kind of push and sell consoles so Um, yeah, go for your second one. Okay. Uh, so the next one, uh, again, they, I had this list made before, uh, yesterday <laughs> when <laughs> they announced that the Avengers game would officially be shown at their, their conference. Yeah. Um, so I, I do have that on there. I, I don't really, I think we'll get gameplay, but I, really can't say since this would be the first time they're showing it i really don't have any clue you know when the release date would be for this so yeah so that was one of my predictions as well i think like again i made this up before they had said for sure it was going to be there mm-hmm. but i think everyone kind of expected it yeah um, uh so yeah i think they're they're going to show it off i think we're going to get gameplay but yeah there's not going to be any because it's the real first look besides that first teaser that came out or whatever we're not going to get any sort of release date or even a release window. So, um, okay. Go for your third one. Okay. So here's where my predictions start getting a little bit more interesting. Um, so last year, uh, when they had their, I guess it was like a digital event. Um, there was a game that they showed and it was just a trailer. It was called Babylon's fall. And I think this year we're going to get to see, some gameplay for that and find okay. out exactly what it is. Um, I think it's going to be an RPG of some sort. Not sure if it's going to be a J- 
RPG, action RPG, strategy RPG, but I think it'll be an RPG of some sort. Um, the kind of the, the lore building they did in that trailer where it was just kind of like it, it was giving a lot of world history mm-hmm. um, really got me intrigued. So I think with the first thing that they showed was was kind of world building for something that we knew nothing about. Yeah. Um, really has me interested to see what this is going to be. So and I think they'll they'll show it off here this this year. Yeah, that's uh, you totally sparked my memory by bringing that one up. I completely forgot about that game uh, and its announcement from last year or whatever. So uh, I th- I th- I think that that's that's a pretty good bet for sure. Um, having it be, be announced already. Um, who do, who's the developer behind that again? Um, I'm it's... I'm not sure actually. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, it's Platinum Games, actually. So Platinum, that's it. Yeah, I yeah. Kind of think it might have been Platinum. But right. So that sounds like it'll probably be more of an action RPG then. Yeah. Um, maybe could be maybe even in the vein of like a uh, maybe like another near game possibly. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I think that's a, a safe bet for sure. I'm actually gonna have to go back and rewatch that uh, E3 2018 announcement trailer for that game because uh yeah i i think like square had such a lackluster conference last year i don't know like i just remember watching it and like being left with like like not even having an impression on it like just like it okay like great uh there's nothing really here that was really that amazing or uh Oh, do you, do you know what like their focus was last year? Now that I'm talking about, like, what was their big thing that Square was really pushing or would have been pushing? They honestly didn't have one. Um, their uh, their event was was sort of like a Nintendo Direct. It was just like a digital thing um, where they showed Just Cause Four, they showed Tomb Raider, they showed right Tomb Raider, uh, that Babylon, yeah, Just Cause uh, Babylon Fall yeah. thing, uh, Kingdom Hearts. They showed some stuff for that. Um, yeah, so it was just they were just kind of showing everything mm-hmm. that they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's why, like, one thing that they are going to do this year is is here's games, like here's big franchises or whatever, and here's good looks at those games because last year's, like, I guess like Just Cause Four was a, a new announcement, and like mm-hmm. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was a. a a big game like not to downplay those two but it's yeah like the when you think of square you think final fantasy or you think dragon quest or whatever right you think of jrpgs and so uh it's they're they're they're, i think they're gonna be focusing on those bigger bigger ones this this year for sure um okay mine is speaking of big this is almost now this is a crazy one but my crazy one is even crazier than this uh, so that's why it's included in my five. But I think we're going to uh, get an announcement for Final Fantasy 16. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything too major. I think it's going to be to the the lengths of Starfield or um, uh, Elder Scrolls. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like here it is because I, I like as as we know like. Final Fantasy games have sometimes had trouble with from when they announced to (laughs) well even look at seven right like the remake for this so I I don't think they're gonna come up with anything too big or anything but that's why I'm also kind of skeptical because it's like well 
they've they should have learned their lesson to not announce games too far <laughs> out but yeah. that i i think it would be really cool um yeah i think yeah, we're that just, would be awesome yeah just like a teaser um somehow showing like the final fantasy logo or just like the roman numeral 16 and it's like zoomed yeah. in or something like that and like kind of zooming out and then people just see 16 and like they know what what that means right of course and so um yeah that would be cool yeah i would i would love that yeah. um because i mean you know 15's been out for a while and i know they did a lot of stuff with that like there was like there was a movie there i think an anime and a mm -hmm. comic even they had a bunch of dlc and uh the the world building on that has kind of died down since then so i can't help but wonder if that's because they've maybe started shifting focus to the next entry in the series and um, yeah yeah i think that would be really cool and i think like it's a good time possibly to do it because like if we are on that like if if it was just a teaser like that obviously means that it's uh, more than two years out and so like that could be something right. for next gen right like yeah where the the hardware for these new things could really support um a big final final fantasy entry so yeah that'd be cool um okay go ahead Okay, uh, so before this next one, I think I forgot in my Final Fantasy VII Remake prediction, um, I actually predict uh, was predicting as well that the first episode was going to release in January 2020. So okay. kind of filling the um, the Kingdom Hearts 3 right. spot yeah, yeah, yeah. from this year. So I think that'll be the time yeah, frame for good. that. But uh, anyway, uh, my next prediction is that the uh, Square has that, that little subdivision, the Tokyo RPG Factory. Right. Um, I think uh, my prediction is that they're going to announce their newest game from that studio um, okay. and that it'll have a Western release in 2020. Um, Japan usually tends to get those games much earlier, yeah, so they'll like he... probably get it this year. But I think uh, Western release will be next year. Okay, cool. Um, so what are some like previous, like is that studio... Like, what are, have they done before? So they've done I Am Setsuna, and they did... Right. okay. Now, okay, I'm just making sure. And they did, like, uh, the Lost Fear? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yep. And then, um, I think, wasn't there one more? Maybe maybe it was just those two, but I yeah, I know what you're talking two. about. And they had that kind of tendency to do, like, the Chrono Trigger style of gameplay. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this one will not have that. I think this one... Will probably end up being a more traditional, uh, like old school JRPG, um, but that's yeah, yeah, just my thought yeah. on it. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, you'll like. Uh, I have two more, I guess, before my crazy one. But there, there, my mine is kind of similar to to that. Um, you'll see what I mean in a second. Um, <laughs> So my next one is, I think there's going to be a Tomb Raider trilogy to Nintendo Switch. Now, this oh. one seemed like a bit of a stretch to me because Shadow of Tomb Raider is pretty technical. Um, the first one was came out for 360 and PS3 and then was remastered. And then obviously we had Shadow of the Tomb Raider and then, wait, what's the other one? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I keep mixing those ones up. Shadow was last year right um yeah yeah i believe so yes. and then rise mm -hmm. of yeah. the tumor was the this the second yeah one. yeah so i think they're going to have a collection of those 
um, at the or at least have like not necessarily paired together as like one bundle, but they're going to like come to Nintendo Switch um, in some sort of capacity. Because I was thinking like Tomb Raider doesn't really have a home on on the Switch, and so that might be something that Square and they they don't aren't going to be like they've kind of concluded this trilogy for right now. So I don't know maybe. Um, there's not another Tomb Raider like super close down the line, so I was thinking, okay, well, let's mm-hmm. bring some sort of Tomb Raider to Switch because it's not there yet. So, right, yeah, yeah, that could give it a chance for some new life on on another console. Yeah, that seems pretty plausible. I'd for say. Sure, yeah. Um, okay, do you have one more or? Yep. I'm losing count. Uh, okay. So I have, and this is kind of an either or scenario that I have, but I think that we're gonna see. Uh, either a new Octopath or new Bravely Default. Okay. Um, that'll that'll come out for Switch. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Octopath two as well. Um, you're you're the the Octopath traveler expert here. So, what would you like to see for for an, a included if they were going to do a sequel? Um, I think I would like to see, and I, I think this is probably the biggest complaint that people had is, is maybe more, um, intertwining of the stories between the travelers. Like maybe they have more of a common goal throughout the, the game than what they do in the first one. Cause they're all very separate stories and they don't really turn into like a, like an overall, like overarching story until right. like the very, very end. Yeah. Um, so maybe having, um, you know, more going on throughout the entire game that, that ties all the stories together. Um, and in doing so would give them <clears throat> maybe more dialogue as well. Cause there were only small instances where you get some banter between the characters. Um, so it could be, you know, if you go walk into like a, one of the taverns, you might get a little pop-up for it. Or uh, sometimes during the uh, the various story missions, you'd have a little pop-up where you'd have a couple of the characters conversing a little bit. But um, in doing so, it, it, it didn't really feel like they were all on the same quest. And sometimes it didn't really make sense why they were traveling together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so maybe in the next game, just kind of fleshing out the story a little bit more and having uh, giving more detail as to why they're together sure yeah okay and more job classes too i mean i i love uh like having class systems in in rpgs and the more you can fit in uh in my opinion the better (laughs) yeah no for sure yeah i it'd be it'd be cool like it's hard to say like with well i guess it's just got ported to pc here or is about to i don't know I think it's coming this summer. Yeah, maybe, something like that. Like it's on the June, horizon. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't like, I was thinking like maybe some like DLC or something, but like that's, it, it was so well received. Like it would make smart for Square to continue to push that Octopath Traveler like name forward and stuff like that. Um, now I'm not familiar with Bravely Default. Do you want to shed some light for me on uh, that franchise and what it's about? So Bravely Default, it's actually really similar to Octopath in, in some regards. It's, it is in kind of general overall like um, 
art style and and story style it's very much like a like an old school final fantasy game okay um it does have a job class system as well so you can kind of as you progress through the story you unlock more job classes and um so you can customize your characters a little bit more that way but um it is very much a traditional like final fantasy game and gotcha. uh, i didn't play the second one but the first one was was all about you know the the crystals and trying to save the crystals and um you know bad guys trying to i forget it trying to destroy or collect them all or something like that but yeah. um but yeah it's it's that kind of very entry level final fantasy type type game but just under the the name bravely default now gotcha. um the battle system was very similar because in uh, Octopath you could like boost your attacks um, using the the BP points that you gain every turn. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bravely Default in that game, if I remember correctly, you could kind of do sort of like a uh, you could take your turn, I think, to kind of build up those points to where you could then boost your attacks, or you could boost your attacks and then you might not be able to. <clears throat> to act for a turn or two if you didn't have the points built up mm-hmm. um so it, it was it was kind of similar kind of different um i think they were actually i think octopath and bravely default were made by uh the same team so oh, gotcha yeah why there's a lot of similarities yeah and the, the, those like i can kind of picture like what the those are 3ds games aren't they uh the bravely series yeah yeah yeah, yeah. gotcha okay cool um all right, my next prediction is... Now, I can't add a lot of insight to this because it's not actually a franchise I'm familiar with at all. I was, so I'm was, i glad that you kind of have uh, some knowledge with Square because I'm actually... like I'm more recently getting into like JRPGs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, after just... like I'm not a big like turn-based combat until like probably like three years ago. I was like kind of a switch flip for me and I started really getting interested in so like a lot of the major JRPGs that have come out in the last three years I've definitely been interested in Octopath is one that like I don't own but I'm going to buy because I'm uh, I got some flights uh, coming up here and stuff like that and so that, that's yeah, a game totally I, worth it yeah I could sink some time into and whatnot and I've heard nothing but good things so I'm glad that you have some insight so maybe with my next prediction if you have anything to add about this franchise um i think there's going to be a new uh, uh guard uh title so obviously we got near automata 2017 a couple years ago now um i think there it's probably due for another title in that series i don't know if they're going to continue the near um or they're going to have a fourth one in in the franchise are you familiar with with that series at all I actually am not. That was one that that I didn't really get a chance to get into. Yeah, it's it's definitely up. I would say out of like Square's library and stuff, it's a game that I've a franchise that I've always been intrigued by, but just have mm-hmm. never had like found the the opportunity to to jump aboard and see what it's all about. Um, so yeah, I think with Near do, doing quite well for them, I think it would make sense for them to make an announcement. Uh, continuing that franchise with a new title so yeah and i think that would be well received too because i if i recall correctly i I believe the drake guard games were pretty um had a pretty good following to them Mm -hmm. um so i I think announcing a new one would would make a lot of fans happy totally yeah 
Um, do you have, I have lost track again. Do you have one more in here um, or to be think finished? we are at the crazy prediction. Okay. Um, so you do your, yours first. Okay. Uh, so mine is, it's sort of open-ended because I don't really care how they do it as long as they do it. Um, is to have something done with the, uh, the Chrono series. Um, <laughs> So whether that's porting Chrono Trigger to um, current consoles or doing a Chrono Trigger remake, Chrono Cross, um, or, or maybe finally doing, um, I know that the, the big fan theory is that the, the next title was supposed to be called Chrono Break, I think. Um, so whether they finally make that game, um, I don't really care. As long as they do something with the Chrono series or, bring, or, or have another way to bring me Chrono Trigger, um, I would be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I. I had a feeling you were gonna <laughs> do that because I, I know you're a big fan of Chrono Trigger, and uh, mm. I my crazy prediction is the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> a little not as open ended. I think it's gonna be a Chrono Trigger remaster, um, like ground up kind of remaster, getting like a big overhaul. Think of like the lines of, I don't know, like. I guess like the, the closest thing I can think of off the top of my head is like Crash Bandicoot or something like like that kind mm -hmm. of level of like it's still everything's the exact same but it just looks like really really yeah. solid um, and yeah I think they're gonna if they did that and then also obviously making it uh, a Nintendo Switch exclusive mm -hmm. um, would push sales for the switch just in itself, I think. Um, cause there's so many people from back in the day that I think are big fans of Chrono Trigger and maybe have fallen out of gaming over the years. And then, and I know that Chrono Trigger has been ported to some different things over the years, right. like the DS and whatnot. Um, as well as I think it's even evolved. I think on it's like, on steam. Yeah. Might, and like iOS or something like, like mobile that. devices. Yeah. But yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, like there, there's lots of opportunity, I think, uh, for people to play it nowadays. But I think if they they made it, you know, a, like a, a rehaul and stuff like that, that would be awesome. Like it'd be so, yeah. so cool to see. Yeah, that would be great. I'd be all in on that. Yeah. I mean, look at, um, for instance, look at what uh, Nintendo's doing with uh, Link's Awakening, right? They're doing that that kind of remake. They, they changed the visual style, but like, I mean... Uh, essentially everything else seems to be the same. So if they kind of have that same kind of treatment, not necessarily that same artwork style, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I think that that could be really awesome. Yeah, I think that would totally, again, it's a live stream video. It's not like on a stage or anything like that. But uh, if they did something like that, that would, you know, like, as you mentioned, if, if a lot of these things came true and stuff, that like Square would easily just win e3 um, yeah that would, that would be a huge e3 <laughs> like the chances of getting final fantasy 16 um a chrono trigger game octopath 2 or something like, like those that's just pretty slim but if even just one or two <laughs> of those things happen like that would be incredible yeah um okay yeah i think we're we're done for square um let's move on to nintendo we're we're kind of let's see how are we doing for time oh yeah we're kind of going pretty long here so let's uh we'll do nintendo then we'll kind of talk a little bit at the end um just about e3 and just our expectations and then i guess we'll we'll wrap the show so 
Um, I'll start this time. So for Nintendo, this one's a really, really safe bet, but I think it's going to be the emphasis of their E3 presence this year. Um, there, we're going to have a big look at Animal Crossing. Um, yes. I think that's going to be the focus <laughs> of Nintendo's attention. You know, uh, the last couple of years we have had a specific game as the kind of like the center of attention for Nintendo. Uh, we had like a couple of years ago, we had Breath of the Wild. Um, then we had Super Mario Odyssey. And then last year we had Smash Brothers. And like looking at what Nintendo's already announced and stuff like that, I think that that's going that makes the most sense like it's it's open enough i was thinking maybe pokemon but again pokemon is pretty like has a very specific fan base i think Mm -hmm. um so yeah animal crossing and i think it's going to release fall 2019 um so yeah we're going to get a look at it gameplay um i i have no idea what i was i don't know what podcast i was listening to um but there was one someone on there was talking about how like a lot of franchises, they're, they're really hoping that like Animal Crossing kind of like expands what it's already doing. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of just like being, what would be really cool to see is instead of just having like your your small town and village that you kind of like uh, build and like do things in, is having like that, but part of a bigger world and like a bigger yeah. hub and stuff like that. And that's just like just taking Animal Crossing and like blowing it up to being like the best Animal Crossing game we've seen or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah, that was um, Animal Crossing was uh, was one of my predictions as well, just that they were going to obviously show more about it and give a firm release date mm-hmm. on it as well. Since, I mean, they, they announced it a while ago. So, I mean, it's it's kind of an obvious thing that it's going to be at E3. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think we'll get a firm release date on it as well. For sure um okay next uh let's throw okay i'll just get the boring ones out of the way um i honestly my nintendo ones weren't that crazy if i'm being honest they yeah uh i i stuck stuck it pretty safe with a lot of these um so my next one is uh link's awakening we get a release date and um we're going to get that for September 2019. I was very specific with that one. Um, I think that they're going to have Animal Crossing as their kind of like big fall release, like think October, November, somewhere in there, probably like November. And, uh, but they're going to have like Zelda a couple months prior to that. Um, So yeah, that's that's all I had to say. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. So I mean, the sooner they they bring that out, the the better. Because I absolutely I played it on Game Game Boy Boy. way back in the day, and um, it's really really great Zelda game. So I'm I'm looking forward to checking out the the new one with Mm -hmm. those new graphics. Yeah, totally. Uh, So what's your second prediction? Uh, My second one is that. they're obviously going to show some Luigi's Mansion, uh, kind of go in depth on that. And uh, not super bold prediction, but I think it's going to come out in October. Um, just seems like a good time for it to come out. You know, October being, you know, the month of Halloween, Halloween and all that yeah. seems like a good fit. So I think I think it's going to be an October release. Yeah, my my third prediction was identical to yours. I, <laughs> we're going to get Luigi's Mansion. They're going to show it off. We're going to see our first look at it. Um, and yeah, it's going to come out this October. 
Um, and that kind of like lines up, like we if we look at last year, and now I'm trying to think, I know, so we had Super Mario Party in October, was it? And then we had, sorry, let me just look up uh, Super Mario Party. I just wanted to see what the release date on Super Mario Party was. So that was released in October. And then obviously Smash was in December. Now, was there any first party um, Nintendo games that came out in November? I don't I think don't, so. I don't think so. Um, anyways. Oh, it, uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Eevee, oh, Pikachu. yeah, duh, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah, like it, it might be a bit crowded. Um, well, like not that that's a bad thing, but if we had like Link's, uh, sorry, Link's Awakening and then we had Luigi's Mansion and then we had Animal Crossing and then uh, we obviously will have Pokemon as well. Like that's four big like first party games that we would be around for like the fall of 2019, mm-hmm. right? Like that'd be pretty cool. So, but I think all of them are, are pretty likely, you know, to release. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, okay, moving on. So yeah, Luigi's Mansion was mine as well. Uh, this one's super safe as well. I think we're going to get the reveal of the second Smash Bros. DLC fighter. Uh, we obviously oh, got yeah. Joker earlier this year. Um, they've already confirmed that there's going to be new ones, and they've shown when we can kind of expect. And I think we're going to it's going to be revealed, and I think it is going to be a Microsoft property in some sort. So I think it's oh. going to. I didn't want to make it too specific, but I think it. Yeah. There's speculation it could be like Steve from Minecraft. Okay. Um, yeah. Master Chief. That's that would be awesome, but probably <laughs> pretty unlikely. Um, there's been like Cuphead has been thrown around, which would mm-hmm. be amazing if that that happened. That'd be very cool. Uh, and the Banjo Kazooie obviously has been uh, right, floating yeah. around there as well. Um, I mean, they the the I think continuing that conversation of Microsoft and Nintendo being kind of buddy buddy with each other. I think that that could, could be uh, translated into releasing one of their characters over into smash brothers. So, um, so just to put on my, my tinfoil hat here real quick. (laughs) Uh, So that would be really interesting considering like your earlier prediction of game pass coming to switch. Mm -hmm. So imagine a world where, uh, game passes on switch and you have access to the banjo games on right switch. yeah because and then yeah. he becomes a smash character yeah <laughs> that would be awesome that would be really cool like like at that point you you pretty much just consider them partners with each other right, right? like there and there's so many like i know that they like their businesses and they're they're separate in their own but there's so many strengths that nintendo has that microsoft lacks and then vice versa right mm-hmm. microsoft and xbox have been able to figure out uh like they're the kings of, of multiplayer gaming they created yeah. that xbox live service yeah. that's still i mean do i love playstation and psn is fine but look at how many issues whenever like the name psn name changes or there's been so many things over the years that have not been as good but that microsoft's done is like same with nintendo they don't have a good online ecosystem yeah. and, and everything it's, so it's I, awful. I think it, yeah it's terrible and i think if they they partnered up to bring and in doing that they they brought some shared some of their services and ips like that would be awesome that would be that is the dream world for us video gamers eh? <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I think we're going to get it. I don't think we'll have the release date of when it'll go live. I think it'll just be like, here's the next fighter. So, um, okay, go ahead with your next one. So my next one is that, um, they're finally going to bring super Nintendo games to the Nintendo online service. Okay. Um, and that their first group of games will launch that day so it'll be one of those and it's available today type moments right yeah 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 i that's a really good prediction i completely like that's something that i've wanted for um such a long time that i completely it's kind of forgot about but that would be that would be cool like if we if we got like obviously some the major ones like Link to the Past and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, just like available, right? And they, they could totally do it, right? Just like a simple system update um, right. pops up and then you have, yeah, your your select few and then they continue that trend of just releasing like three a month for the net, the remainder of the year or whatever. Yeah. That would be awesome. And while I would love to see like Game Boy Advance, Nintendo 64, GameCube games show up as well, I think they'll probably just kind of play it safe and totally. just make it super nintendo for now yeah i agree um i think that that that's smart now do you think there will be any like caveats of like you have to will there be like an upgraded like nintendo switch online subscription to have both of those included do you think they'll they'll pull a nasty move like that or do you think it'll (laughs) just be included with i hope not yeah um I, I think with super nintendo i don't think they would make any changes i think if they did end up adding more on top of that so game boy advance nintendo 64 gamecube um i could see them saying there's going to be uh nintendo online service plus mm-hmm. or something like that yeah yeah or plus plus as they like to use these days yeah yeah geez that pokemon <laughs> thing oh my gosh <laughs> brutal uh is there any specific snes titles that you would love to see? well i'm sure you would love to see like chrono trigger included yeah in there um <laughs> is there any other like snes games you would want to see on oh there so many um i mean my my favorite game ever super metroid i would love to of course to have yeah. that playable all the time um final fantasy six or three whatever you want to call it it was three in america or yeah three in the u.s correct uh, and then six, six in Japan. And, yeah yeah it's always weird when i tell people my favorite <laughs> is three and they're like which one yeah exactly (laughs) i knew it as three back when i was a kid playing it on super nintendo but so yeah i would you know putting that on there would would be great because in in my opinion that's the best final fantasy Mm -hmm. um or at least it's my favorite yeah uh i would let's see what else um you know obviously like mario games like super mario world or or even uh, mario all-stars um yeah, for, I'm sure there's, I, I'd like to maybe see some that aren't like your, your super mainstream games, like maybe to see some that aren't readily like that you maybe can't get on the super NES classic. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe to have all those on in the, the service at some point would be great, but maybe to start, it'd be nice having some, um, some good, but maybe harder to find or lesser known titles. On yeah. There. Yeah, for sure. I, the one that I would love to have include is uh earthbound or also known as like mother two i guess in japan um because earthbound is such a big kind of franchise that like has died since right and 
Earthbound isn't super accessible. I don't know. I don't think that was included on that SNES classic, was it? I don't think um, so. Um, I don't remember. I know that like back in the day, like like Mother 3 came out for the Game Boy Advance. I don't know. I think that might have mm-hmm. been only in Japan. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like really the only way to play some of those games um, is to use like an emulator, right? Um, unless you own those cartridges and still have... Uh, your systems and stuff like that but that'd be really cool and then yeah same same with you like super metroid like they would they would definitely have super metroid um super mario world would be on there uh you can expect a link to the past um but other than that yeah some more obscure titles would be really really sweet as well um do you have any sorry is there how many predictions do you have left uh, I have two, and then the crazy prediction. Okay, you. I think I have. Yeah, I have one because some of our has crossed. So you do another prediction. Okay. Um, my next one is that uh, we will see uh, the game that Retro Studios has been working on for however many years, <laughs> and it's not gonna be the Star Fox Racing game that's been in the, the rumor mill. Sure. For yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, do you have any idea on what it is? is it a new ip is it something related uh, to star fox is it i like you know i have no clue Metroid. i mean the last real information they gave on it was that picture of them barbecuing some stuff right. um and they said that that was somehow related to the to the game that they were making um but it was um everyone thought it was metroid prime but people saying it was prime rib but it wasn't prime rib and i forget what it was but it wasn't prime rib yeah um so i i don't know i i, I really have no idea and i really want to know and <laughs> no uh, kidding. that's why it's in my predictions that they're going to show it but i don't think it's i, I don't know where the star, star fox racing game like i don't know if there's any credibility to that but i i'm gonna say that's not what it is yeah yeah the the star Fox Racing, like, from when it first kind of came out to now, like, it's been a while that, like, they would have for sure, like, if it was real, you would think they would have come up with some sort of announcement or included it in a Nintendo Direct if it Right, would... we probably would have seen it by now. Sure, yeah. It, you know, it sounded like there was a good bit of production already done last E3 when mm-hmm. everyone thought it was going to show up. Yeah. And to not have seen it in any Direct since then, like, just makes me think that maybe that's not what it was yeah yeah um at any rate yeah i totally agree like we're, we're we're due to know what what they've been working on and i'm really hoping that uh whatever it is is something that i, I i'm sure like retro they're they're a good studio i i uh, i think whatever they release like will be well received um but i yeah i'm with you i have no clue what if it's a, if it's a I, I think it's going to be in a, a franchise that's already well established, but I just don't know which one. Um, okay, my last prediction is Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection. So this is something that everyone has wanted for such yes. a long time. Um, I've never, I've wa- I've only been able to experience Metroid Prime through watching gameplay and stuff like that. Even going back to before um four was announced i had was always intrigued in the series but because i never owned um a gamecube at that point i have one now i bought used but uh you know like i don't want to 
it's it, there's there's that barrier to entry of me going back and and playing that and when the fourth one was announced like a lot of people people are like well they they haven't played them before and they want to experience um the, the trilogy that came before this fourth entry and so it makes sense i mean um they're they've kind of restarted developments essentially on on four or, mm-hmm. uh they hit the refresh mm-hmm. button there and so it's going to be a it's going to be a while out i think until we see four and so i think the best way to keep people excited for metroid prime 4 is give us that trilogy for the switch um so yeah and i think again it's a it's a bit of a crazier prediction um but um if it if it does i think it will it won't come out this year that will be so it'll just be like 2020 um possibly spring 2020 something like that so yeah, that would be that would be a cool one. I think my only hope for that, if they do, if they do bring that, is that it it doesn't. I hope that it doesn't force you to use motion controls. Mm, like yeah, I would really like to be able to totally. use like a traditional control scheme for yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, hit us with the, your last prediction, then we'll get, finish off with our crazy ones. All right. So this one is um, a little bit. Uh, Contrary to one of your your previous ones, but I think Nintendo's sh- showroom or show floor presence will not center on a single like a specific game, okay. um, like we've been used to seeing with like Mario and uh, Breath of the Wild and uh, Smash. I think this year they're going to be a little bit more. Um, it's I don't think there's going to be like a real theme to it. I think it's just you know every game that they show is going to have its own spot, but it's not going to be like. One's the center Super of themed into any one yeah. thing because they have so many big games coming point. out this year that it's hard to like really focus on just one. I mean, Luigi's Mansion, you have uh, the Pokemon games, you have Animal Crossing, um, Link's Awakening. Like, there's just so much there to to, to be excited about. That totally, it would be hard to make one the the, the priority over the others. So I think it'll be just, um, I guess, like in agnostic sort of presence. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a solid point after I kind of was talking about how many, cause I think all four of those games that we mentioned all have 2019 for release. Like that's yeah. been confirmed. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, with like all the other ones that in years previous, really they had some other games. Like last year we did have super mario party and stuff like that but smash bros was really the big big title yeah. for that year right so it's like this year with with so many and all of them kind of being at the same level like not like none of them are as well one of them is i guess a zelda but it's it's a re remake none of them mm-hmm. is like a brand new zelda or mario game like a big they're they're two big franchises so it makes sense that they would kind of maybe spread spread out the attention amongst all the things that they have on the horizon. That's a really, really good prediction, actually. Um, okay, I'll do my crazy one. Uh, this will never happen, ever. <laughs> but <laughs> I would lose it if it did. Um, so an Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remaster. So... Uh, not just like a old port of the but like i would just say like maybe resed up a bit from the 3ds versions uh mm-hmm. to match and uh yeah for nintendo switch like uh both of those games coming 
to the Nintendo Switch. That would I lose my mind. Ocarina of Time is like my favorite <laughs> Zelda game. It's my favorite game yeah, of all so time. Good, yeah. Um, I really like Majora's Mask as well, and yeah, I mean it's not gonna happen because they just announced um, uh, Link's Awakening uh, being mm-hmm. like remade essentially. Uh, so we're not gonna get that. Um, but it would be cool like to get more Zelda games because like the Switch is selling so good. Uh, it would be great for all those people who are getting the Switch for the first time to experience some Zelda games uh, from previous generations, right? Like I think a safer bet as opposed to these would be, you know, the, the HD remasters of Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker making their yep. way ported over to Switch. That is something that's doable. But again, mm-hmm. this was my... Gatorade get hype moment. It's crazy prediction. <laughs> so I could do whatever I want. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, let's hear your very last prediction for the episode. All right. So my crazy prediction, <clears throat> and this was kind of tough because in when you can just be hyped about anything, yeah. you know, it, there's so many good things that I could have picked for this, like a Mario Odyssey sequel or um, like a, second like breath of the wild breath wild too yeah <laughs> yeah um so my crazy prediction is just that because i'm so hyped for animal crossing i just want to see them release it before oh, october snap yeah that would be so awesome. i want <laughs> i want them to announce it at the show and i want them to say like you know maybe by the end of august yeah yeah that it'll be released like have that real months, quick turnaround yeah. and I I think that would be great because I mean on the one like if you think about it you know a, a game that's all about like different seasons and like using real world time and dates like you know you you don't want to get that game and have it be like winter already right and mm-hmm. you can't really do a ton of stuff like you want to get it you want it to be summertime and be able to do all sorts of things right away and then transition into fall shortly after and do all the fall things you know so being able to get in there during um, you know, a, a, an active season would would be awesome. Um, totally. So yeah. yeah, and and just because I want that game just as soon as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that would just make my absolute world if they if they had that come out um, by by the end of August, ideally. But I mean, if it's before October, <laughs> like that would that would be, still yeah that yeah. would still do it for me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we, it, that's I don't know how much besides like your mobile game for Bethesda, there wasn't really like that's one thing that I think has been kind of growing in popularity is like not it's available right now like but like I think we're like it, it there's a, a a big benefit to keeping uh, things under wraps um and then revealing them and letting them be released like so soon after right like mm-hmm. um because you get so much hype and there's so much like attention towards that um that i think it would actually drive people to go and buy it and stuff like that cuz it's like it's fresh in conversation whereas like something like death stranding you know people have been tagged along for 3 years or whatever not knowing what this game even is and right okay, now here's our big moment, it's coming. But like, you know, it's like, well, you know, I kind of have died down on excitement. I'm I'm no longer, like, it's been many years since uh, the whole Silent Hills, 
with Norman mm-hmm. Reedus and Kojima working on Guillermo del Toro and and that whole thing. And so, yeah, there you know, you get hype behind these announcements and stuff like that. So I I think it I really hope that we do at E3 in general just get some of those moments of like here's the game, um here's a look at it and it's it's out. And we do we do with some of the the Ubisofts and the EAs and stuff like that. Um but I would like to see like Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony for that matter, even though they're not there, like to start doing those kinds of things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, I think we're going to wrap up the show here because we're, we're sitting at uh, 131 minutes. <laughs> so it's, it's a long show. But um, so yeah, we'll just kind of uh, kind of go over. Do you have any things you wanted to add about e3 in general other things that you're hoping to see or hope uh could be be shown at maybe kind of funny game showcase or ea or anything like that if if not that's cool too well, i'm definitely looking forward to seeing um the the new star wars game so um, me too totally glad that they're going to be showing some some game gameplay for that during the ea play uh, conference or um, their event. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, the only other thing that I really hope to get some more information on and uh, maybe hopefully a release date is, and I don't think it would necessarily show up in any of like the major conferences, so maybe it's something that, that maybe kind of funny might pick up, uh, is uh, a game that I had mentioned on the, the last episode I was on with you. It's a game called uh, Indivisible. Okay. And um, it's it's like a uh, it's kind of like a platforming game but you you uh, whenever you run into an enemy you go into um, like an encounter like a turn-based encounter okay yeah uh, so it's it's very RPG ish but um, the 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 artwork is great um, it, it all looks gorgeous I think it's all like you know hand-drawn stuff and oh, awesome. uh, character designs look really interesting RPG elements look really good Um so I really hope to see more information on that game and hopefully maybe get a release date on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I think everything else that I'm, I'm most interested in is uh, going to be in the, the major conferences and, you know, anything that's not that, that jumps out as a surprise, kind of like an indivisible did with me last year is just going to be kind of like the, the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking actually at uh, screenshots of it right now and you're right. It look, it's like, really bright vivid the the drawings and stuff like that are really 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 cool and well done um, i'm gonna keep that on my radar for sure um yeah for me i'm about the same thing like the star wars game i i'm a big star wars fan so mm-hmm. uh i liked what we saw uh the star wars celebration um that just little bit was really cool i'm hoping to see some gameplay and a big look at it um and I, I'm pretty much already sold because, like I said, Star Wars is my jam. So uh, I'm just down to, down to see more of that. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, this is. I'm gonna try and catch the Devolver Digital press conference. That's one that. Well, I know they haven't done one forever. They had one last year for sure. Um, I think they did. And yeah, and theirs theirs are always very. Um very like satirical like they're right yeah like they they make fun of uh they they tend to do like extreme parodies on 
the the normal normal like press press conferences conference. yeah like kind of making yeah. fun of those stupid right. like cliche things that are at every <laughs> yeah. press conference so yeah, yeah like if nothing else it's super entertaining to exactly watch. devolver digital has that sense of humor um as as a company and so i yeah and like just recently and the, the switch has played a big part in that like a lot yeah. of devolver digital games uh as of recent i've been really interested in like katana zero is incredible yeah Oh, so good. It was so good. Um, I'm just finishing Ape Out, which is another Devolver game. Mm. Um, my friend Pedro is coming out. Um, yeah. And that one looks incredible. That does look really fun. Yeah. So, like, really, I'm sure they're going to be showing off some cool, uh, like, games that are, are ultra violent and, and, and cool like that. And so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm really hoping that, uh, just as a fan of kind of funny and stuff like that, it's just hoping that this really, um, launches kind of funny into getting some more people brought into it. Um, people, I, I, I'm sure most people who are in tune with gaming media outlets and IGNs and the game spots and all that know of Greg Miller and kind of funny yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm really hoping that this like just brings them up like a couple couple levels as in being able to to make this kind of funny game showcase where maybe one day they are doing something like devolver digital or having a, right. a press conference stage or or something like that i mean they're they had their proof of concept last year and it was awesome like there were so many cool games like i had to get a notepad and write down different ones because there's so many games and it'll be the same thing with it i'll just have because you know they're 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 really cool. Tim has his interests. Greg has his interests, um, and so I know that they have a wide diversity of games that they'll probably be showing off. And it's really cool that they're giving a platform to you know those smaller developers to showcase their their games. Um, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to E3 uh, when it's un said and done. The last three years, I've just been hoping for a release date for Death Stranding at Sony. And so <laughs> even though Sony's not there this year, I finally got that. Even though I don't know what that game's about, I'm still I'm still really excited about the mystery around it. Um, so yeah, it, what we'll do is hopefully we can have you back on the show. Um, maybe not the exact week after. We'll have to figure out scheduling and see what our availability is mm -hmm. like. But we can maybe talk about E3 and our impressions on it and yeah. what we thought of all the press conferences. So Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so uh, thanks again, Adam, so much for coming on the show. This was a, a big episode, and I'm really glad to have you on and uh, talk about this because this made it much more exciting. This would have been a lot more boring <laughs> if I did this by myself. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. So, um Adam, for remind people, where can they uh, see some of your work? Sure, yeah. Um, so website, uh, levelgrindentertainment.com. Um, like I said earlier, just uh, bear with me. Things have been kind of crazy. Um, I do plan on getting some more content out soon, uh, especially with E3, so stay tuned for that. Um, I do have Facebook and Twitter pages for them, so it's just uh, Level Grind Entertainment on Facebook and at uh, levelgrindent uh, on Twitter. So, um, I don't tweet as much as I, I get on Facebook with stuff. Um, but I try and do it pretty equally, but, um, yeah, anytime I publish something or if any, uh, any news catches my eye, I, I try and share that information out of those pages. 
Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And as a reminder, you can catch the podcast every Tuesday as long as I... (laughs) don't have busy weeks. Um, It's available every Tuesday on all the major podcast platforms, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, And yeah, make sure you subscribe. You can also check me out on my social medias. Just search for Games Are Fun on Facebook, Twitter at Games Are Fun Pod, and on Instagram at Games Are Fun Podcast. If you had any thoughts uh, on the show or you had your own predictions that you wanted to to share with me make sure you email me at the email address games are fun podcast at gmail.com um and yeah that's it for this episode of games are fun so uh thanks everyone for listening and we will talk to you guys next week <laughs>